Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Coach Rich Rants. Today is Sunday, January 20th, episode number 18. Please feel free to like and subscribe if you feel so inclined, and I'd appreciate it if you would share this with others. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Coach Rich Rants, real takes, raw feedback, unedited and unscripted views of what's happening in youth sports, in soccer, both in the U.S. and in my local community. I will be bringing to you different takes from the perspective of either a parent of an athlete, of a player, of a coach, or as a club director and administrator. Having worn every one of those hats, I'll try to bring to you these takes from each of those perspectives. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So today's episode might not be super popular, and uh, either with parents or even my fellow coach brethren, and the reason that I'm um, recording this is that it's just been um, bothering me over the past, I don't know, two years, where it seems like we are developing a just group of punks as players. And and what I mean by that is kids are disrespectful of their coaches, they're disrespectful of the referees, and they're certainly disrespectful of their own teammates. And I see it perpetuated at every level. Uh, as the kids get to be about teenagers. I've seen it in Development Academy, kids yelling at kids um, on the same team, not encouraging, not being leaders, but actually critical, being critical of one another. Um, I'm actually watching my own son have those tendencies, which really frustrates me because his whole time I was, he was growing up when I coached him, it was never permitted to be critical of another teammate unless you yourself were perfect. And since nobody's perfect, that means it's not acceptable. But I've seen it happen, and I see what happens in a lot of areas where the teams that you see where the kids are the most disrespectful, and I've seen this at tournaments, and I can't say that it's regional based on parts of, you know, maybe where they are in in, in the country, but I think it more so is a reflection of either the culture of the club or the coaches that they have. And then you add to that the parents. So let's first take, for example, where I've seen at tournaments, and I did a, a a uh, video log um, almost probably a year and a half ago just at a pure disgust at a soccer tournament where just the coaches, the parents, especially the parents and the players were just extremely rude to the referees, extremely rude and dishonoring of the game by their behavior and their actions. And so I thought it was sort of an anomaly, but more and more as I watch older teams play, older kids play, I'm seeing more and more kids be critical of one another, yelling at each other for making mistakes. I hear coaches yell for mistakes and not always necessarily encourage, um, but except for maybe certain players. And I just think that it's perpetuating across the sport where coaches are critical of the players and the players are critical of one another. And I just, I don't like what I'm seeing. And I, I think it disrespects and dishonors the game. And I've always said, like, you know, to be critical of another player, if you're not perfect yourself, is difficult. Because if you're, you are going to make mistakes, unless you're a professional player, even as a professional player, you're going to make mistakes, although you're going to make fewer mistakes. But everyone on this earth is going to make a mistake in every area of their life. And certainly it's going to happen on a soccer field. And the harder you work, the harder you play, the higher level the competition is, the more impactful the mistakes are. Yet, if you're not making mistakes, I always say you're not doing it right. 
If you're playing so careful and so cautious that you're not making mistakes, then you're not playing and pushing yourself. And so I struggle when I see coaches yell at players for making mistakes and saying it's not acceptable to make mistakes when I'm the person saying, you know, if you're not making mistakes, you're playing too easy. You're not playing hard enough. You're not pushing yourself. You're not going to learn by playing mistake-free soccer, period. And that's just my philosophy. So I've struggled to see this at every level that I've seen. And I'm saying I've seen it at, um, at the club level, certainly seen it at the recreational level, absolutely have seen it at the high school level, and I've even seen it at the development academy level where players are yelling at each other. And if, and, and if you listen sometimes to the coaches, the way the coaches treat the players is the way the players treat each other. And then as you start talking to the parents and you hear how the parents criticize the coaches, you hear how the parents criticize the referees, and you hear how the parents criticize other players, there's no doubt in my mind that if they're doing that willingly and openly on the soccer field, on the side of the field, on the sidelines, then they're obviously doing it in the car when they're with their kids. And so they're critical of the coaches, they're critical of the referees, they're critical of the club, and they're critical of the player's teammates in the car to the player. So the player keeps hearing coaches criticize their teammates, players hear their parents criticizing teammates, and suddenly it's acceptable for the player to criticize their teammates. And it's a big problem that I'm seeing happen as the focus becomes more and more on competition and less and less on development in the United States. The stakes are seemingly higher at the youngest ages, which to me is a big problem. It is creating contentment for fellow teammates, for coaches, for referees, and for the administrators in the game. And I've heard this and read this where soccer is one of the few sports that you're required to have a license to coach. Yet it's also probably the one sport where parents who have no experience in soccer as a player or as a coach are the most critical of the coaches in that they don't know where players should be playing. They don't understand how to coach the game. And you hear parents time and time again critical of the coaches for playing players in certain positions, for not teaching them the game, for coaching too much, for not coaching enough. Whatever it is that the, is causing the team not to be successful that day, if the, if the coach is quiet and allows the players to, to figure it out for themselves, and the team doesn't have success for whatever reason in that particular competition, then the coach isn't coaching enough. If the coach is joysticking players and telling them everything to do and everywhere to go and what passes on and what pass isn't on and what player is unmarked and the team isn't successful, then the coach is overcoaching. So the coaches really have a difficult time winning because you just can't. And in some cases, you see coaches stepping away from the game because the enjoyment of coaching is leaving the sport because of the pressure to win, because of the politics of the parents, especially when it gets to high school soccer and school soccer and the school board and things like that. There's article after article after article of coaches leaving the game because they're just fed up with the parents or fed up with other coaches or fed up with whatever it is, right? And so my whole point is this, like as a parent of an athlete, as a parent of a child, of someone who's raising a kid to figure out a way to fight for themselves someday in the future, you've got to let the kid figure it out. Instead of telling the player 
or your son or your daughter, what is wrong with the coach? What is wrong with their teammates? Let your son or daughter figure that out for themselves because maybe they don't see it the same way. They're the ones that are with their coaches every training session, every game, off the field, in training, in the hotels. You as a parent are only there most likely for the games because you don't watch practice. You don't watch training. You don't watch the kids that train and how they train. You don't listen to what the coaches do in training or say in training. Maybe you do, but most likely you probably don't. So you're making your judgment based on a much more limited um much more limited viewpoint than maybe what your son or daughter who's in it every day with these kids sees. So to be critical of a player, a fellow teammate of your son or daughter, to be critical of a coach or an administrator in the club, isn't helping your child out because it's putting doubt in their mind. So they're not going to believe in their teammates. They're not going to believe in their coaches. And they're going to be the first ones to turn because they're hearing it from their parents and therefore think it's acceptable. When you hear a coach being critical of a teammate in a game or in a training session, singling them out, and I've seen it happen time and time again, as that player or as that teammate, chances are it's going to become acceptable behavior to be critical of your teammate because guess what? You're hearing it from your coaches as well. And something that I've heard not in soccer but in another sport that is really bothersome is when coaches are critical of fellow athletes to other athletes. As a coach, I've always been trained and I've always learned that when you're speaking with a parent or an athlete about something that's going on or something they need to work on, you should not refer to other players or other athletes or talk about other players or other athletes with a parent or with an athlete because that conversation should only be about that particular athlete. Unless it's a bullying thing or a behavioral issue or something where there's a conflict between two players. But even then, it's got to be about that individual player. And I'm starting to hear more and more from fellow parents, fellow coaches, about even coaches in other sports who are talking openly about parents, talking openly about other athletes to other athletes in front of other athletes, which is not healthy and which is not something that will be enriching to someone's life because you're just manifesting the negative viewpoint of other players. You're creating an environment of backstabbing and backtalking, creating an environment that is not healthy for the development of of a young person. And I'm not sure when it has started or how long it's been going on, but it's only something since I've stepped away from the day-to-day coaching where I've been more of an observer of the game, uh, an observer of training, an observer of games, and not necessarily the coach on the sideline, that I've seen it happen. And I'm hypercritical now watching training sessions, especially when they aren't players that I typically coach, And I see them and hear them being critical of one another and aren't helping, you know, aren't offering encouragement, aren't picking them up, aren't truly being leaders. And and these are kids that are actually captains on teams that I've seen that aren't truly being leaders that are being critical. And that's an issue Uh, because then the coaches then are saying, hey, 
this player is a captain, therefore if this player is critical of their teammates, it's acceptable behavior, and other players pick it up. And I think it's a real problem because I've heard coaches and I've seen coaches post online where they have one profile or one personality online that's completely counter to their real life on the field, on the pitch, on the sidelines behavior. And as a coach, as an administrator, as a parent, I think we need to take that part of the game away. We need to stop having players and permitting players to be critical of each other in training sessions and in games and teach these kids and encourage these kids how to turn the conversation to positive where they're actually helping them, where they're actually offering a more positive tone in, in the way they do it. Some players may say, well, I'm actually trying to help, but they're not. When they're telling the player what they should have done, they should adopt the more open mindset to say, what could you have done? Maybe you should have thought about this or that and do it in a way that's more positive. So youth sports in the United States is becoming more and more and more, or I should say less and less and less desirable of a place to work only because it is becoming ruthless, it is becoming political, it is bringing out the worst in people instead of the best. The character that is potentially building is not the right kind of character that I would want to build in any athlete that I'm trying to mentor into an adulthood. And I just see more and more coaches and parents getting away with the open criticism in front of athletes. And then I see athletes getting away with that same open criticism and not being corrected by parents because, of course, the parents don't see it any differently because the parents are critical themselves. And of the coaches who are also ones that are being overly critical and aren't correcting and aren't promoting and aren't being positive in the way that they correct players. And it's not that hard to criticize someone. It's much harder to do it in a way that's positive and uplifting. And those are the coaches that I would want my kids playing for. And that's the coach that I would aspire to be and always aspire to be. And I just think there are fewer and fewer of those coaches out there. And it's a shame because I'd like to see that happen more than, than less. And right now, it seems like we're going in the wrong direction. And if you look at the society overall and how negative everyone is in politics and with the media, it's no wonder that it is happening out on the sports field because if the parents and the players, I'm sorry, the parents and the coaches are that way in their everyday lives and that way off outside of the game and outside of the training environment, then why wouldn't they be that way inside that environment? And so I just think we all need to check ourselves a little bit before we speak, before we're critical, think about who that message is being delivered to and what that is. And just think a little bit first before you speak. The problem is that I found, and I hate to say it in society, is people are too, or don't recognize the way they're actually being and think it's acceptable to be critical of another athlete that is not your own child. Acceptable to be critical of a coach, acceptable to be critical of an administrator, acceptable to be critical of a referee or an official. They think they have the right because they pay money to be openly critical and they're doing so in front of that athlete 
who is hopefully getting lifetime experience and life learning exercise and, and life learning character developing characteristics from the sport that they're playing. And unfortunately, lately, in the past couple of years, I've just seen that we are not doing right in a lot of cases by our kids, by the behavior that as adults and as coaches and administrators that we are exhibiting in front of those impressionable players and impressionable impressionable kids. And as a result, we are breeding kids who are not respectful of the game and not respectful of their teammates, not respectful of their coaches, the officials, and the administrators of their sport. And that, to me, is a shame. And that is my rant for this week. Again, it may not be popular. If you have a problem with anything that I'm saying, then I would ask for you to look in the mirror. I would ask for you to listen to your words. I would ask for you to record yourself the next time you're at a sporting event or you're in the car with your child in terms of what your demeanor is like, how your attitude is being portrayed by your own kid. So that's all I have for today. It's been a while between rants, but it's a rant that I felt had to be said nonetheless. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate that you do listen. If you don't listen, if you don't like what I have to say, that's, you know, so be it. I'm just sharing my perspective on what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing that we're continuing to disservice our kids in the way that our behavior is being demonstrated in front of them. So if anything you get from this, if you get triggered, if you get mad, if you get angry, or if you agree, every individual who listens to this podcast has the opportunity to make change by just changing their own demeanor and their own behavior when they're at the next game at the next training session, or in the next car ride with your kids. And that's all I have for today. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.